again, Rabbi. Hello again, Joe. Was walking through the grocery store and I have to pass as I leave. And I think this is true in every grocery store in the world. You have to pass the lottery machine. And I long ago realized I had a problem with lottery tickets. We won't go into the details, but it did not end well. And I made an arrangement with God that I would never buy another lottery ticket as long as he maintained a minimum standard of health and well-being for my, me and my family. And so far, we both managed to maintain that. But I know, as I experienced, and I have friends who play cards and buy lottery tickets and have fun with it, but I know there are other people, myself included, who can't. So what is that that makes us want to do these things, take these chances? Oh, I know I will win if I only play. So I, I want to approach this in a way you my, you, my listener, my viewer may never have heard. Human beings are addicts. It's wired into us. There's no such thing as, oh, that person's an addict or I'm not, or he is or she is. No, I don't believe that. My experience as an addictions chaplain has, and my readings have just supported my view that as human beings, we don't like reality. We don't like what is. And our, our personalities can lend themselves to become addicted to something as a way to deny reality, as a way to escape, or just because our personalities are such that we latch onto something. So, too often, we look at gambling, sex, drugs, rock and roll as addictions, and then exclude, well, I don't do any of that, so I'm not an addict. No, all of us, our personalities, lend themselves to an addiction. It just, the chosen addiction is different. And for some individuals, as you mentioned, it's gambling. It's the idea that I can get something for nothing, that I can win. Hence the word, I'm going to gamble. I'm going to take a chance. Well, so if we start from the position that that's all of us, then I want to take a look at me and say, gee, if I buy a lottery ticket once a month, of 50 cents or a dollar every so often, we still get to eat. I still have a roof over my head. And it's kind of fun to buy the ticket and imagine what happens and what I would do with the money. It's entertainment. So it's That's a what my mother used to say. It's when you buy a lottery ticket for the one or two days before they draw the numbers, you're a millionaire. Exactly. However, if it turns out that you, you're having trouble with the mortgage or you're having trouble paying for groceries, if, if it's impacting, then you definitely need to stop and say that for me, this is not pleasant. This isn't good. I need to stop. I need to stop gambling because it's not producing uh, entertainment results. And it's not that you're an addict. As I mentioned, I can't emphasize that enough. We're all addicts. So this is just one addiction, addicted to eating to the point of not being able to move, weighing 500 pounds or whatever, whatever it might be cavities, too much sugar, too much ca what, caffeine, whatever 
it's all out there. And our personalities say more coffee, more sugar, more French fries. I've never heard of anyone being addicted to kale or quinoa, which gets me very suspicious because just as an aside, Joe is a chaplain and having worked in hospice and with a cancer society, no individual on their deathbed has ever said to me, Rabbi, I didn't eat enough kale. I should have eaten more quinoa. Everyone always says the same thing. I forgo many pleasures in life, and that was a mistake. You know, I could have gone to the track. I never went. I could have gone. And I say, you're right, you could have. You can go to the track once in a while. So what? It's the excess. It's when we let it control us that our own addiction becomes a problem because we're all addicts. So that's not the question. The question is, can I enjoy it? Can I control it? And some are just patently absurd. A roulette wheel, talk about pure chance or luck. However, people get a thrill out of it. Okay, how much are you spending? How much are you spending time at the roulette wheel when you really should be outside doing something with your children, with your grandchildren, with your partner, with your friends? Should you be out fishing? Should you be out walking? Any one of a thousand things. And if you're still doing everything, and this is just one of them, okay, it becomes a problem when we don't control our own addictive personalities. That's when we need professional help. That's when we need to start looking. But we have to begin by acknowledging we're all addicts. Because otherwise, we exclude ourselves. Well, he's an addict. I'm not. Therefore, I don't have to worry about my gambling. No. That's what gets us into trouble by thinking we're the exception. Well, when I play cards, it's not gambling. <laughs> and it's fine. Just you want to sit back and look at your whole life. Where does the card playing fit in? What is it doing to you? Is it turning you away from relationships with family and friends? Is it making harder for you to go to work? Is it making work more difficult for you because you'd rather be playing cards? That's when we have to stop and say, I have a problem. And the problem isn't that I'm an addict because we're all addicts. The problem is the particular addiction, my particular addiction is what's damaging, what's harmful. And so is the basis of that always the thought of saying, well, I get to win something without really trying or earning it? Yeah, that's in the back of, that's in the back of our minds. I'll, I'll get something for nothing. But there's no free lunch. How, but there's nothing wrong with that if it's on a simple, basic level. It's, it's when we start embezzling money to pay for our gambling. It's when we start stealing to pay for our drugs. It's the excess, it's that point. Rather than looking at any of it as bad, and let's, we have to be honest, nothing is permanent. We are all going to age, we're all going to die, and we all, our personalities, we're all addicted. We're all addictive. That's part of our personality. So let's accept what is. Now, how do I live with it? How do so I the line is always different for each person? Exactly. There's always a different line. And it's often easy for someone outside to look and see when we've crossed the line rather than ourselves. It's hard for us to see when we cross the line. It's easier. And then we want to be alert. If someone says something, rather than killing the piano player, we want to thank them. 
for pointing out where it's leading. And it can be reading. It doesn't have to be, you know, go gambling and drugs. It, we can have be addicted to books and reading and the person socially isolated and is unha basically unhappy. There's things going on. So that's why I, I want to emphasize we're all addicts and not pick on certain ones and then say, no, it doesn't apply. Our criteria is how does my behavior affect my life and what I'm doing? Well, I know one thing for sure, Rabbi, you affect my life all the time with your wisdom and observations. So thank you very much. And next time you want to buy a lottery ticket, just let me know and I will tell you the winning number. <laughs>